1: My radio listening audience, amen. We thank God for you, you, and especially for you. We thank God for this broadcast. Yes, we do. Amen. That you're able to tell someone about the broadcast. I pray that you do. Amen. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ. I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you and all that you're doing and all that you're going to do. Now, I ask you to bless this broadcast, God, that it might be a blessing to someone, that one, that one that is not saved. that something may be said that will cause that person to seek out your will, your way in their life. And, Father, we just thank you for this opportunity. I ask you to bless me that I uh, decrease and you increase in my life, that I might speak only that which you would have me to say. I praise you. I truly honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. The Lord have blessed us to begin to live uh, in the summer. The summer, another season, have changed. We thank God for that. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. I do. I do. I thank God for the new people that came on board because someone decided to tell them to listen to Brother Ware. Amen. I thank God for that. I thank God for you allowing them to know about me. Amen. And I'm not, listen, I'm not trying to do this, trying to do that. I'm just trying to get the word out as best that I can. I'm trying to do the will of my Father. In the name of Jesus the Christ, amen. Because we are living in the last of the last days. I promise you, look around you, even those of you that's are uh, 30s and 40s. Look how the world have changed since you've been in the world. Can you imagine us that are uh, uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s? how the world have changed so much and how the peoples are changing so much. It really, really is a difference between night and day in the people's mind and hearts, how they have turned their hearts from the righteousness and to unrighteousness, but yet holding on to the Word of God. They will say they love God, they love His Word, but in the end, there are, the way they are uh, going on, you will think, well, wow, I never seen stuff. Listen, believers, I'm seeing stuff happening today. In this time, that I would thought that I would never see The church people's doing. No, no, no. No. Uh, When we look at sinners, we expect certain things. Yes, we really do. We expect certain things because they are not being led of the Lord. But when we are looking at believers, saints, uh, so-called Christians, ever wanted name? You want to adopt whatever name you want to adopt when we are looking at them. And they are doing just the opposite of what the Bible says. They no longer cares about the Bible. They no longer they cares about their liberality. They cares about their stand as a, a man, as a woman. They they just more concerned about uh, them being who they are. Oh yes, that's what the problem is. I I never seen people's uh, trying to create something that's not. Amen. How that listen as I told you all I think I did on a couple of broadcasts ago. My my brother, I'm being the oldest one, my brother, uh, the third one down because it's uh, it's, uh, four of us. So the third one down, I remember one day we come uh, from playing out there, my little brother, he was about four or five, and he was playing with one of the sister's baby dogs. And we blessed him out. We told him, Boy, you, you don't do that. You're a boy. Boys don't play with baby dolls. And and he and he wanted to act like it was a G.I. Joe. I think that was the era when G.I. Joe was coming on television. And of course, mom and dad and them couldn't afford to do that. You know, children get toys now. All during the year, every I mean, it ain't back back in the day when children got toys, they got them during Christmas time. If, if they got them any time, it was during Christmas time, or they got a couple of things for the birthday. And if they was born in December, oh, they was blocked out anyway. Why? Because uh the mama would say we'll give your birthday present christmas present together so usually them, them them uh children that was born in december they was really upset even uh, the new year's baby they was upset because they got their christmas present and new year now not that i'm promoting that neither one i'm not promoting Anything, But what I'm saying, uh, we couldn't get the toys like they do today. Children see stuff on TV and tomorrow they go with their parents and they go in the store and say this is what they want. And these toys are not cheap. Oh, no, no, it ain't like it was. It was a couple of dollars back then, but now they are very expensive. I didn't even know how much those uh uh, uh box they do that have the games on it. I didn't realize how much they were. I I was shocked to find out people's paying four and five hundred dollars for stuff to play a game. And 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 I said, What? I couldn't believe it because I hadn't had children. I think my baby boy is about 29 years old. If I'm not mistaken, it might be 30 now, but I had had to deal with no little babies in 30 years. Uh, and then, and then now, of course, his mama, which has gone on, she's spoiling. So she got him things that the other children didn't get when they was coming up. But nevertheless, what I'm saying is. It's sad how that we done got that, uh, we, my point that I was making, let me go back to my point. When, uh, I in turn told my brother, me and my other brother, Otis, which is, uh, right up under me, two years up under me. When me and Otis told my third brother, uh, you don't play with dogs. We blessed him up. He was afraid to get that dog anymore. Now, I found out uh, on the uh, television uh, that they said that when a child is playing with a dog, that's the female, and that boy is trying to listen, believers that's a lie of the devil the bible told us to drive the foolishness out of the child because the child don't know he don't know about uh five six seven eight nine ten he don't know uh nothing about sexuality i'm sorry I, i i i believe a boy is a boy amen and i'm a whole today well, brother, well, I had is, and I had, listen, listen, uh, 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 what they call pedophiles. A pedophile, it, after a while, they'll be justifying, oh, he's okay. He's all right because he just had a desire for a little kid. No, ma'am. No, sir. I don't go along with that. He's not all right. It's wrong. If it's a woman, a uh, pedophile, she is wrong. I'm sorry, wrong is wrong and right is right. I know we're living in an era, how that we are calling sweet, uh, uh, good, uh, uh, I'm sorry, sweet, uh, uh, sour and sour sweet. Good is good and is good is good, but it's bad now. And bad is good. I mean, we're switching it up. I'm sorry, believers. You that are saved, hold to the word of God. Don't hold to the teaching of the world. You stand on the word of God. You raise your daughter, your son, according to the word of God. I don't care if your boy uh, have feminine ways. Still raise him according to a, a boy. Don't give in to those spirits. I don't care if that little girl, it's been plenty of girls that I know. Matter of fact, my first little girlfriend, Puppy Love, not no real girlfriend, uh, she could outrun me. She could clam trees quicker than I could she would play baseball and get a hit better than me so by right everybody would say oh she's a boy in a girl's body but no she was a girl and she her family raised her as a girl she was just a tom girl that's what they used tom a boy they used to call him but she grew out of that because she was treated like a girl. And when we see these things, we don't give in to these spirits, believers. We can't give in to these spirits. We have to stand and declare what God said. God said male, female created, he had them. I'm sorry. I believe that from the sincereness of my heart I believe that from the Word of God. Yes, all men did little girly things when they was a certain age. They did certain things. All, and 90%, not I shouldn't say all women, but 90% of the women's when they was little girls, they did things that little boys did. But we got to stand on what the Bible says. I don't care what somebody think about it, I don't care what somebody feel about it, but the Bible says, let the word of God be true and every man a liar. And I must stand on that. But uh, I'm just saying that to the saints of God. Those of you that believing and declaring that you are saved because see, uh, me talking to an a un, a unsaved person and trying to get them to see, they will be running around here. Well, Brother well, that's your opinion, but we got another opinion. Just like they run around here and say black lives matter. All lives matter from God. God is the creator of all lives. Yes, it, I understand. Some unjust things goes on with the police and and with this, but we don't say nothing when black killing black. We don't stand up and say anything about all lies matter. I, we have we didn't, we can't give life. I don't care. You can uh, build a computer. You can build uh whatever. You can build it. And I guarantee you, after you build it, you cannot, it will not have the functions of the man. You can't make a man. That come from God. Amen. He is the center and the source of life. Amen. In him, there is life. And apart from him, there is no life. That's why the Bible said that he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him will have everlasting life. Everlasting life. Everlasting. I believe that. I stand on that. And I stand on the word of God in order for us to do that which God would have us. Now, let us turn the Bible briefly. I don't talk so much. Uh, Turn your Bible to uh, Matthew. Matthew's uh, 19th chapter, and we'll begin reading at the 16th verse. It says, Behold, one come and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do? That I may inherit eternal life. Oh, brothers and sisters, did you hear what he said? He came there. He said, good master, that I, I, I guess he thought, well, let me uh, lift him up. You know, when we, when we lift up peoples and make them be more than what they are, the peoples are most of the time will be on your side. And so he just thought, well, if I lift up Christ, if I said that he is a master, he's a teacher, and recognize that, and lo and behold, he wanted to say, what must uh, I have made that I may have eternal life? See, he knew that it's a life after death. Hebrews 9, 27 said, It is appointed unto man once to die. And after this is judgment. Folks, we are going to live eternity somewhere when the first resurrection or the second resurrection ever, what you want to say, I want to be in the first resurrection though, but when the first resurrection, we will be raised from the dead, nobody is in heaven. No, your mama, your dad, none of none of them. No, they rested, they sleep. But brother, where it it they? It's nothing but dust. Well, that's what the Bible says: "Thus thou art, and thus thou shall return." I don't care how many years it takes to get the dust. It's going to go back. Your body. Is going back to the dust. You got to realize that. Wait a minute. I got to give an account of the deeds done in my mortal body because Corinthians done told me I'm planted in corruption and raised in incorruptible. Yes, we are. We are that body that going to be planted Wherever, somebody might say, well, they plant you in the sea. Uh, uh, wherever, if you're in the sea, uh it don't matter. The Bible says, the sea will give up the dead which is in it, and death and hell deliver up the dead which were in them. Oh, yeah, and every man was judged according to their words. Now. And Jesus, after he asked him that question the 17th verse, and he said, why callest me good? There is none good but one. That is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. Listen, folks, I have always said that. The commandment does not save anybody, but the commandment is your way back to righteousness. After you have repented, after you have surrendered your life, listen. You can say all you want to. Well, wait up! Wait, that's been done away with. I don't. I don't need to do that. That's 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 history. Listen, the Bible doesn't say that. Jesus said in Matthew the fifth chapter, think not in 17 verse, think not that I come to destroy the law or the or the prophet. I'm not come to destroy, it, but to fulfill. For heaven and earth shall pass away. Not one jot on one tiller and no wise shall pass from the law. Listen, God wrote it with his own finger, and because he wrote it with his own finger, he did not erase it. I'm sorry. The commandments is yet good for you after you become saved. After you become saved, because see, if you're not saved and you're keeping the commandment, it ain't doing you no good. It ain't doing no good for you to keep the commandment And you are not saved. Listen, believers, if an individual keep the commandments, observe the commandments, however they want to fix it up with the commandment, you know what? It doesn't mean nothing. Why? Because you have to have the blood. And the Bible said there remained no remission of sin apart from the blood. Amen. you got to have the blood the, uh, for forgiveness of sin. You must have the blood. Amen. Even though we're in the Old Testament, they sacrifice leading up to Christ. When we go all the way back to Adam and Eve and go come all the way up to, uh, 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 wait a minute, well, not only Adam and Eve. Cain and April That's why God was satisfied with his uh um thing, but he wasn't satisfied with Cain. No, no, he was satisfied with April. Yes, why? Because Abel brought a living sacrifice, a blood sacrifice. That blood sacrifice is what God looking for. Now, That was leading up to the Jesus. Now, once Christ came on the scene, once he entered into the natural earth, then he was the Messiah and he died for the sin. Nobody else kept the 613 laws but Christ. Everybody else failed. Everybody failed. I, you, you can't find me one that didn't in the Bible. They all failed. Yes, they failed in one area of another. But once Christ came and and he they had to believe that he was, that's what he teaches in John when he says, I am the bread of life. I come down from heaven. I I my blood. Listen, he told the woman at the well around the fourth chapter, he said, Look, uh 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 it it's gonna come a time that you don't have to go to Yanna's mountain, nor in the valley to worship, but God, he that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. I promise you, believers, that's where we missing it at. A lot of time we will Feel that we got to go to church, God. We got to feel the presence of God. We got to hear about the Lord. And when you do that, you have narrowed him down to a building. You got to understand, nothing wrong with you going to church. I'm not condemning that. What I am condemning, that you feel that that's the only place that you can communicate with God. God is a spirit. He that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. The spirit is omnipresent. David declared, if I make my bed in hell there, if I descend above the, above the most high, God is there. There is no place that you can go that the Lord is not there. The God is everywhere. Now the voice of God have came in specific areas. When the voice of God uh, took on the, the, the captain of the host, when he was talking to Joshua, when the voice of God took on the uh, 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 the burning bush, he was talking to Moses. When the voice of God, the word of God, took on in the garden of Eve, and he declared, Adam, where art thou? He already know where Adam was, the presence of God know, but the voice of God called out and said, Adam, where art thou? Listen, believers, a lot of us trying to get away from the voice of God. You know why? That's why we cut the radio on. We want to have something. Matter of fact, some of you can't even go to sleep without the TV on. You got to hear some noise. You got to drown out the quiet, still voice of the Lord. When you drown it out, you feel better and you're able to go to sleep. But God have uh, been wanting to speak in your heart and he need that still small voice. Like he, like he told Elijah, he, the still small voice. It wasn't the quaking. It wasn't the, the whirlwind. It wasn't the, the fire. No, 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 no. It was the still small voice. And uh, now Jesus had dressed well. I see my time. I ran up, getting time kind for of break. Now ran up on me. Well, it didn't run up on me. I just ignored it. Let's just say that, uh, because I wind up talking too much and still sticking with the word. But I still was giving you word. Now, I still was giving you word. I tell you what, we are going to uh, go on a break. and after the break, be prepared to write uh, it down. Uh, I'm not in Atlanta today. I apologize, and hopefully I'll be there next week. That's all I can Say It's God's will, God's way, God's in control. Amen. All right. God bless you.
0: Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Rick.
1: Praise God. Praise the Lord. We are back. We are back. We thank God. We thank God. I'm going to have to speed myself up. Why? Because, brother, where you? If you get on the course and you stay on that, you take us off, and then we'd be waiting on the rest. All right, I'm coming back. Now, we left off when the man came to Christ in the 16th verse, and he wanted to know a simple thing. Some of you want to know that simple thing. How can I have eternal life? How can I make it to heaven? We call, but we understand it's going to be a new earth and and a new heaven. For the first heaven and the first earth was passed away. Why? He got rid of sin, believers. We didn't need to be in sin. So he got rid of that sin and gave us a brand new earth that no more sorrows, no more complaints. <clears throat> Amen. Now, you want to call it heaven. We're not going to make a big to do out of it, what you want to call it. Amen. But the Bible teaches men a new heaven and a new earth. All right? Excuse me. In the 17th chapter, excuse me, in the 17th chapter, 17th verse, I apologize, the 19th chapter, why call this me thy good? There's one good, and that's God. And he said, Here's what you do. Keep the commandments of God. And he and uh, you know, he felt pretty good. And he said uh to him, uh, which Jesus other words, which one I need to keep? You see, we doing that today. We go and pick out one. I know. A sister will condemn you because uh, you, somebody that committed adultery, not that I'm justifying I'm not justifying adultery. But boy, that's high up on the mark. And killing is high up on the mark. But what about stealing? What about remembering the Sabbath to keep it holy? He didn't say you got to go to church. He said you need to honor it and keep it holy. But anyway, I'm not getting into that because I need to finish this. Okay, and he says, which one? He wanted to know which one, right? He said, thou shalt do no murder. Wait a minute. Thou shalt do no murder. That's the same one as thou should not kill. He's just making it more plain. Why? because of the uh we rule that I well well that's confusing the Bible can contradict itself because God tell them to uh to go and kill <clears throat> and slay them but at the same time then he telling us thou should not kill that killing thou should do no murder that's what he's talking about Now, it would be a foolish man to have his wife and his children in his home. And if he ain't got nothing but a baseball bat, because I had a baseball bat years in my house, and if somebody came in there, I was going to try to stop him at all costs. Now, just just by chance, I hit him in the head and I I killed him. Well, guess what? That wasn't murder. I was protecting my family. Uh that was not murder. I was doing something to uh to keep my little children packed, and God have called me to be the head of the household. So that's all I was doing. So when you murder When you kill somebody without a call, that's the problem. And then he goes on and says, thou shalt not commit adultery. Jesus told us in uh, early in the Sermon on the Mountain that if you look upon a woman and lust after her in your heart, you've already committed adultery. So we got a lot of folks that, you might have not saw it, you might have not thought it, but they know that they have looked and thought about it, and they have committed adultery, according to the Lord. Now, not according to Jane Webb, but see, Jane Webb can't read your mind. Uh I remember that um, when I was married for years, I can... Uh, do things, say things, not even say things. Just look at my uh, deceased wife, and she kind of like will know what I'm doing, or what I'm saying without saying nothing. So we did, we begin to learn people's like that, all right? But he said, no, no. He says, uh, 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 not only thou should not commit adultery, thou should not have false witness. We don't mind lying on our brothers and sisters. We don't know what we heard. Somebody say they heard it, and you repeat what somebody else said. And what somebody else said wouldn't necessarily be the truth. And the reason it wouldn't be the truth is because they didn't get the truth from somebody else. Now, when all these things go about, we have to be careful, brothers and sisters. We have to be careful. So the Bible says, don't you bear, Jesus was telling me, look, don't bear false witness. Don't just tell something except you know it to be the truth. Don't bear false witness. And then it goes on to say, "Uh, and I shall honor thy father and thy mother. It's a crime shame that we have to have a day uh, set aside called Father's Day, called Mother's Day, for you to show forth love. A mother is a mother 365 days if she's a mother. If a father is a father 365 days, He's a father. Now we're not talking about that. Them, them people that um, dropped their children off, and uh, and uh, uh mother, the uh, grandparent having to raise them because they wanted to be in the world and they didn't want nothing to slow them up, not even a child. So they left them with the grandparents or with the aunt, you know. And uh, a lot of times, uh, uh substance would get mixed up and i, I have a daughter and not to tell her business but she raised five girls raised five girls and out of them five girls that she raised uh right now uh four of them well wait a minute she raised six girls i'm sorry uh yeah because four of them have graduated and and uh one have completed college and and the other two under that one they are going she have did an excellent job but if somebody said oh no she she been too hard on her, well guess what she knew what god had to tell her in order for their in order for her to raise them. They are pretty beautiful young ladies, but they are not pregnant out of wedlock. They are not uh doing things contrary. Well 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 I don't I, well brother where well, that they just don't know. They normally they normal. They just like any other beautiful young ladies. And I'm not saying that because they are part of me. No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm saying that because they are. And anybody that know, uh, my oldest daughter, they will tell you that she did an excellent job in order to see her son graduate from school, her daughter graduate from college, and her nieces, uh, had a niece to and she has a job at Delta, and the other two nieces are in college now. Listen, believers, that ain't no uh uh, uh thing that somebody could just say about no no. It took the Lord and her uh uh staying on the Word of God in order for that to happen. She believed that the Word of God, and she gave it the Word of. Now, but anyway, I'm just saying. A lot of times we we blame this, we blame that. No, we we as parents just need to stand on the word of God. All right, and then wait a minute, let me go on because I've been on talk too much, and my time will be gone. And uh you say, honor your father and thy mother, and, and thy neighbor as thy Self, uh, say, when you're loving your neighbor as yourself, that take in the last six of the commandments. Yes, yeah, the last six, the commandments is there. And then, uh, that young man was starting to feel good. He thought about, it, even though he probably was lying to himself, but you know, we can make ourselves feel pretty good. Then the young man said unto him, All these have I kept from my youth. But what lacketh I yet? Now, wait a minute. If the young man had kept all of them from his youth, folks, think about it. If Jesus said that that's what he should do, and he did it, it ain't nothing else to talk about it. But you know what? he knew that he did not be truthful he knew that he had some situation going on in his life and therefore if he had this situation going on therefore he knew it was lacking yet one thing what 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 yet i'm lacking see if, if i told you uh give me a chain for a dollar And you give me, uh, uh, you give me four quarters and, uh, I give you the dollar. I say, but wait a minute. I'm lacking something. You're going to say, no, four quarters is a dollar. That's what I did. I gave you change for the dollar. Ain't no use me talking about I'm lacking what, uh, something else because I got what you have given. All right. Yeah. Now. And, uh, Jesus said unto him, if thou wilt be perfect, believers, let me tell you something. We believe that we can be perfect. We buy into that lie. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no ma'am, no sir. In Christ, when you are in Christ, you is perfect. Now, I may not look at you as perfect because I'm looking out at, through you at center eyes. I'm looking out at you at carnality eyes. So while I'm while I'm prejudging you and carnality, I'm saying, oh no, no, you ain't perfect. But wait a minute, if the Bible t- if and we know that Jesus can't lie, I know that some of you think perfect is something different. You know, uh, faultless, never make a mistake. First, John said, uh, if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. He said, but first he said, I pray that you sin not. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Now, what I'm saying about this, this man, he told this man, now if you want to be perfect, he narrowed this down. Why? Because this young man say, Hey, I, I, I done did all that from my youth. Uh, so what like Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give it to the poor, and thou shall have treasures in heaven, and come and follow me. Now we're not stepped on the wrong territory, Jesus. Now, I was with you. I was really with you. But when you told me, now, I got to get rid of all the stuff. Now, you know why uh, uh, you want to get rid of all the stuff? Because the things in your life, uh, when when you got money, think about it. You have friends at your beck and call. You don't know if they fund you for the money or they're not. You don't even know that. You know why? Because you got money. And as long as you have money, then you don't get the judge, the people around you. You don't know what them people's thinking, what they feel. You don't know how you feel because if you can buy anything you want. Why would you even ask God? Why would you even pray and say, Lord, Whatever you do, please bless me with dust and dust. Bless me to pay my life bill. Yeah. Bless me to pay my gas bill. Yeah. Bless me. Now listen. Now <clears throat> we gonna understand. I, I, I'm I'm have to hurry up. Cause I want to get to it. Uh, we here in America, a lot of us is rich. to if we go to talk to those peoples in the third world, I went on a on a vacation and I asked them to take us. We had a cab driver to take us in the in that section where the people live. And they was so, so poor. They was living like we was living back in the 50s. Uh I'm talking about in the 50s in the country. You didn't have an inside bathroom. You didn't have a thermostat. You either had a fireplace or you had a stove. The big people's—I remember when we got our first stove. Man, that was something. And we would put wood in it just to see it turn red. But let me go on. I, I get caught up on that. Uh, but what I'm saying, believers, that this man uh, had money. He had riches. And when you got riches, you don't know about your friends, you don't know about the peoples around you, and you get living a certain way. See if you rich and you don't have to do this, you don't have to do that, because you can always pay somebody to cut the wood for you. You can always pay somebody to bring the wood in the house. I remember oh man, I ain't going on that. I was finna say I remember when we uh, Would bring in wood, stack wood upon the port. Why? Because we wanted to be known we good. All right. And the young man heard these saying. And when he was sorrow, he was sorrowful. And, And I'm sorry, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possession. Wow. You know what? He, he couldn't get rid of that. He couldn't get rid of He couldn't live like everybody else was living. That, that was impossible in his mind. I can't get rid of my stuff and come and follow him, and he don't have no home. He said, the bird have nests, the foxes have holes, but the son of man have nowhere to lay his head. And I'm saying, wait a minute! I can't get rid of my comfort. And and and, and listen, I don't care whatever you in. Whatever you in, it is good when you rich. That's right. I don't care if you're in the horse and buggy era. It's still good if it's rich because everybody in the horse and buggy era. All right, and uh, uh, the the. 23rd verse, I got to hurry up. 23rd verse, and he said, Jesus said unto his disciples, Valley, I say unto you that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again, I say unto you, it is easier for a camera to go through the eye of a needle uh, then for the rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Now, I know a lot of people done said this, and uh, I done heard those saying that they had a gate at, over there and, and ordered, they called it the eye on the kneeler, but the camera to go through it, he had to bow down on his knees to come through it, walk on his knees. And I don't heard this, and ain't, I ain't even messing with that because I ain't never been there, and I don't know there. I just know what the Word of God said. Now it's so hard for a rich man. I like I say, I can tell anybody. I've been there. I've been. I done been in both conditions. I done been in, and didn't needed nobody to give me nothing. I was. Uh, 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 well, uh, uh, I was in wealth, but at the same time, I know how it feels to be poor. Didn't even have nothing in my uh, refrigerator. Was dried up turkey leg and a dried uh, and a, a thing of water. Well, guess what? When I had the dried up turkey leg in there and had the thing, uh, the water. I, in turn, wanted the Lord to bless me. I spent more time in praying. I spent more time in seeking God's faith. I spent more time. Why? Because I didn't have what I need. Oh, but when I had what I needed and above that which I needed, I spent time coming up with all kinds of excuses not to serve God. Now, I'm not saying you're like me. No, ma'am. No, sir. I wouldn't dare say that. Uh, that's why I never desired to be rich. And because, but I wanted to be comfortable, but I never desired to be rich because being rich is a downfall. And I promise you, it's nothing like, uh, it draws you away from God. Because people are at your beck and see. I had preachers, half of them died, owing me a certain amount of money, uh, uh, thousands of dollars. But I didn't allow that to uh, cause me because I was there and I had it. And uh, uh, I thank God for where I'm at. Whatever stage I'm in, I have learned to be content. And I believe that from the sincereness of my heart. Yes, we all can find that we want more. Even the rich man, he can say he want more. But see, here's the thing, that this man, he walked away sorrowful. Very few people left Jesus and walked away sorrowful. Why? Because of the fact that Jesus dealt with And then the disciples uh, had to say, uh, when uh, uh, when his disciples heard it, they exceedingly was amazed, saying, who then can be saved? And Jesus uh, beheld them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Yes, you can be rich and receive the kingdom of God. I'm not condemning, but I am condemning those that got rich off of other people, manipulating them and telling them that they should get a blessing, and they in turn receive the blessing from them. Yes, I'm condemning that. But for that person that God had chose to bless them and they are serving God and they are being a blessing to God, and I know some people like that. Uh, I I promise you, I would have been off the radio if I hadn't had just a couple of people that love Brother Ware enough, and they was able to not be a blessing to just Brother Ware, they be a blessing to other ministers, other ministry, and their home church, and on and on. Why? Because they love the Lord, and God have blessed them, and their money don't have them. They have the money. Amen. I, I, I even told the the one of the sisters, I say, uh, just wheel me uh, in case you go before me. We'll meet your car because she got a car probably uh, six or seven years old and the car ain't got a good, ain't been broke in good. Ain't been broke in. I said, wow. But anyway, just say that, no, I, because she's a friend. I wouldn't have said that if she hadn't been a friend. Been a friend over 25 years. I can assure you of that. But I thank God that, yes, the disciples saying, uh-uh, who can enter in? He said, with God, with man, it is impossible. But with God, it is possible. Why? God will transform your life and will have you being like Zacchaeus that clam up in the sycamore tree. When Jesus told him he got to abide in his house, I didn't even get to that. I was going to get there. And he gave, and say, said, anybody that he wronged, he doubled their money back, and, and he gave. Anyway, when God get with you, you still can have, amen, you can have, but guess what? You're gonna be wise with it. You're not it ain't gonna have you. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you and all that you're doing according to your word. Now we ask you to bless us, Lord, that as we hear the word, understanding that whatever state we in, we can be saved and be content, whatever state you would have us in. And we just praise you for what you're doing. Praise you for what you're going to do. And Father, I ask you to bless that one, that one that is discouraged, that they may be encouraged to go forth and walk in the newness of life. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. If you have a desire to get in touch with me for prayer or either send a text or whatever, you have a Bible question, we would love for you to write us. But if you have a question, you can reach us by dialing four zero four two nine three seven five five seven. 293 7557 That's 404-293-7557. Amen. If you leave your name and number, and I promise you, I'll call you back within 24 hours. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems that you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.